Hello, and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral podcast. This is the sermon from our past Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. We hope these words will really speak to your heart and mind. Our cities cry to you, O God, from out their pain and strife. You made us for yourself alone, but we choose empty life. Our goals are pleasure, gold, and power, injustice, stocks, our earth. In vain we seek for rest, for joy, for sense of human worth. Do any of you have any grandchildren? Well, I have four, with another on the way. They're all boys. Well, except the one that's on the way, because the parents don't want to know it's to be a surprise, perhaps the long-awaited girl. While all of them are still quite young, Clark and Henry are three, and the other two, Arthur and Malcolm, are one, it is a great delight to watch them as they learn new things. The smallest and most trivial of things amuse and intrigue them beyond our comprehension. And watching and being near to them is, well, simply infectious. And I am so in awe of how when they are trying to figure something out or trying to do something that we adults take for granted, how unbending their concentration is, and how dedicated they are to the task at hand. They try it over and over and over again, not wanting to do anything else, not easily distracted by anything else, until they get it right, or even when they don't quite manage to get it right. And I suppose as adults there are times when we too are like this, though probably not as steadily and determined or nearly as focused as my grandchildren are. I suppose an example for me would be when I'm working on a rather large multi-piece puzzle, or when I'm balancing the church accounting and I'm out by a couple of cents. Nothing else gets in the way of my determination to finish that puzzle or at least get a certain quota completed every day. And nothing gets in my way when I'm trying to figure out where I made a mistake to find those couple of cents so that I can balance right down to the penny. Yet still you walk our streets, O Christ, We know your presence here, where humble Christians love and serve in godly grace and fear. Our word made flesh be seen in us, 
may all we say and do affirm our God incarnate still and turn sad hearts to you. Our gospel account this morning is three, has three distinct passages. And frankly, they are passages that are somewhat difficult for us to make sense of because they are not warm, they are not fuzzy, they are not necessarily over-reassuring or comforting. Far from it. The first one is about John, who complains to Jesus that someone was casting out demons in the name of Christ, but the person was not one of the disciples and therefore could not possibly be doing the work of Jesus. The second is a stern, oh, well, really severe, warning about putting stumbling blocks before one of the little ones. Little ones, I think here means those young in the faith and who are just coming to know and embrace Jesus. In other words, by our words or actions, even the lack of words or actions, if we somehow prevent those around us from experiencing Jesus and what it means to be a life with Christ, that is not a good thing. And Jesus uses some pretty harsh imagery if we prevent anyone from coming to Christ. Images of cutting off our hands or feet or being thrown into unquenchable fire where worms never die. Hell, in other words. Not nice and to be avoided for sure. And finally, a passage about being salted with fire and to have salt in ourselves. Now, at first glance, these may seem to be unrelated. But in fact, I think they are all related to each other and carry with them truths and guidance from Jesus about what exactly is expected of us. It's actually a teaching moment presented to us by Jesus in a way that underlines their great importance. So much so that Jesus uses imagery that is harsh and jarring and hard to hear. Pay attention here, disciples. This can't be glossed over. These passages are about what our obligations to Jesus are and how we are to bring our experience with Jesus to the world around us. To John, Jesus says something to the effect of, hey, don't sweat it. Don't be concerned that there are those who do things differently. If they are doing good things in the name of Jesus, that's a good thing. Embrace them and share your life with Christ with them so that together we all may be enriched by the interaction. In other words, have a very wide view of faith and that know that God's love and healing are not limited to the forms which they, the disciples, are familiar with. Jesus is asking the disciples to be open to the different, be open to other ways, be open to ways in which the Spirit will present, even if it's new to them. Secondly, 
in all that we do, in all our interactions with others, be mindful of our commitment to Christ. Be a witness to the love and power of Christ's redeeming love. Try to live out our calling to embrace the work of the Spirit in and through us at all times, all times. Not just when we feel like it, but always. Constantly being reminded of our relationship with Jesus so that we may be a beacon of hope and comfort to this broken and hurting world. We have something that the world does not, and it is an undivided task to bring this message of hope and love and healing to others, always and constantly. And thirdly, Jesus is affirming the Old Testament vision that we are chosen people of God, the salt of the earth, we are the spice of society, different than the world. It is through our witness to Jesus that we bring healing and love and justice and peace and a deep respect for our environment into an otherwise topsy-turvy world that wants to ignore all of these things. This witness, too, is not just a passive thing. It's akin to being on fire. It's vigorous, alive, it can't be ignored. It's urgent, it's infectious, it's consuming. Your people are your hands and feet to serve our world today. Our lives, the book, our cities read to help them all find their way. Oh, pour your sovereign spirit out on heart and will and bring. Inspire your church with love and power to ease our city's pain. The first verse of the hymn that I've been singing, there is a line there that I think says it all in terms of what actually challenges and impedes us and indeed the world. And it's, quote, Our goals are pleasure, gold, and power. Injustice stalks our earth. In vain we seek for rest, for joy, for sense of human worth. This is what so easily happens to us. We get easily distracted by worldly things and the trials and tribulations that swirl around us. And the message of the world is that we are to pursue pleasure, gold, and power, and that injustice must take a back seat to those things. But, as the hymn says, these things are all ultimately hollow, and as a result, we are desperate for any sense of human worth. And this, my brothers and sisters, is where our witness comes in. We we have purpose and human worth as they are found in a life with Jesus. And that is our most important message to the world. To be sure, 
The gospel this morning is an extremely challenging one. Challenging because Jesus raises the bar really high. Being a follower of Jesus is a lot of work and hard and constant commitment, constant rededication to our Savior. And I go back to my grandchildren and I ask, can we emulate them? Can we be more like children when it comes to embracing our faith and trying to live it out? Can we spontaneously but resolutely without bending feel and bask in the joy and the awe and the wonder of creation? Can we freely and spontaneously over and over and over again, despite the times when we feel we have failed or when we feel that we can't make a difference in the world in which to live, to turn to Jesus and bring the good news of the gospel? And can we love others and return it freely without hesitation, just like my grandchildren do to me? And can we allow the Spirit to enter our lives as it did on that first day of Pentecost to the disciples and those present and allow it to constantly, in new and different ways, transform and alter us in ways that we cannot imagine? And can our witness to Christ be infectious? Can we be on fire? Well, if my grandchildren can be that determinedly focused on a task at hand, then surely, surely likewise, I can too around my faith. If I can be almost unstoppable at giving a complicated puzzle or accounting issue my fullest attention and drive and determination, then surely, surely, I can also, in no short measure, do that when it comes to my faith and witness in our Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I pray that we can do that, and that we do it. O healing Savior, Prince of Peace, salvation source and sum, for you a broken city's cry, O come, Lord Jesus, come. With truth your royal diadem, with righteousness your rod. O come, Lord Jesus, bring to earth the city of our God. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral. Our original theme and audio engineering are done by Eduardo Farias. For more information, go to cathedralhamilton.ca. We hope you would join us again soon. Have a blessed day.